The show's about to start. Are you ready? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopol, the Iceman. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Jeff Pat Joey freaking Burrow, who's going to be back game one. I told you. I'll get to that in a minute. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,115 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's try to keep it rolling. Try to get to 2,000, then 10,000, then 100,000. That would be awesome. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Well, like I said at the beginning of the show, Jackpot Joey freaking Burrow is going to be back game one. Jeremy D, I know you're under the weather, but I told you this is according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. The Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who underwent reconstructive left knee surgery on in December, is all systems go for the September 12th regular season opener against Minnesota Vikings. According to Dr. Neil, I have no shot of saying the rest of his name, Job, <laughs> in Los Angeles. This is per ESPN and from Adam Schefter. So I am very excited. I don't know how about I don't know about you guys. I am fired up. I mean, I knew he was going to be back in one. I was pretty daggone sure. But to get it as official as you can from Adam Schefter, I mean, he usually when he says stuff, he's right. You know, so I'm very excited that Joe Burrow will be on the show or on the show. I wish Joe Burrow be on the show. Joe, if you're watching, please come on my show. I would appreciate it. But I'm very excited that he will be back game one. I have a very special guest today. And that is Dalton from Dalton Signatures. He'll be joining the show here shortly. But we do have some Reds news 
that I like to get to as well. Um, let's see, where did I put that at? Uh, right here. C Trent has tweeted out Joey Votto is on the field doing some field drills without a glove, just really close footwork type of things around the bag and catching short tosses and everything. Uh, then Bobby Nightingale says Votto was running the bases on a wide drill. David Bell says he had a follow-up x-ray this week to confirm his broken thumb is healing correctly. So hopefully Joey Votomatic will get back sometime here shortly. Also, Jackson Carmen signed today. So we are down, the Bengals are down to only two drafted players that are unsigned. That is Jamar Chase and Joseph Osai. So it is coming together very, very nicely. I, I, I'm excited. I know you guys watch my show. I'm excited as, as I can be <laughs> to, to, for the season to start. I think we got some great draft picks. Joe freaking Burrow, excuse me, Jackpot Joey is going to be back game one. And I have a great guest. He's an awesome follower on Twitter. He's a huge Bengals fan. He's from Seattle. He does a lot of good artwork and art designs and stuff like that. He uh, designed the uh, Orange and Black Insider podcast, and I suggest you guys follow him, and he's none other than Dalton. Dalton, what's going on, man? How are you doing? That much. I keep waiting for the Wings World. Wings World. <laughs> Party time. Excellent. <laughs> hey, that was a great skit. I love that skit back when I was in high school. That was awesome. Right? <laughs> exactly. So what's going on, man? How are you today? You, you excited uh, about the uh, Jackpot Joe uh, news that he's going to be back game one? Yes, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Uh, it, it couldn't get any sooner. It, you know, the season needs to start now. I wish. Yes. But <laughs> I'm with we'll you. See. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready to start now. It's going to be so cool. So uh, just, to, just for people who don't know who you are, which I'm sure a lot of people do, why don't you just give us a background about you and what you do and 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 just some general information about you, why I became a Bengals fan. I've been, you know, I've been a fan since 89. Uh, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I went to school in Gallup, New Mexico. Okay. And I, you know, I've been, I pretty much grew up in Alaska, but the opportunity to go to school there where my mom lived was uh, I jumped on the train. And so the mascot for the uh, Gallup uh, High School was uh, the Bengals. Okay. So when, you know, our Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl, I, I moved back up to Alaska, and my entire family in Alaska just said, hey, he loves the Bengals. <laughs> so I had everything Bengals. I had Bengals posters. I had all the Bengal shirts and jackets and I had the MC Hammer uh, striped pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love them. I really wish I still had them. But, uh, I, I like what you call the, the MC Hammer pants. That, that's awesome. <laughs> right? And it's just like the sound beats in your head. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, over, I think from that point on, I became a fan. But I just didn't know the, the fire burning. You know, the, the ambers were lit. Uh, over the years, I've kind of watched them from the sideline, just uh, afar. Right. And uh, so, and it's just, and I used to, when I lived in Seattle, uh, I used to, uh, quite a few years ago, I used to work at the uh, Seahawks Stadium. Okay. So I worked for Seattle's Best Coffee, and I used to be able to go to all the games every season. 
and all the bike show, the wedding show, the boat shows and whatever. And I serve coffee. Um, so to be in that stadium and have all the football teams come through from college to the NFL was just fun to watch. And, you know, that passion for, I still love the Bengals just, right. you know, growing more and more. And now I just can't stop talking about it. <laughs> now you're a, you're a good follow on Twitter. You always have some kind of new artwork and, and this is a, this is actually something you do for a living or are you actually as a hobby or, or can I have a couple of the pictures here? Well, I graduated from the Art Institute in Seattle back in 1996. Okay. And I've been pretty much been doing graphic design advertising since then. And uh, I did years later teach at the Art Institute and Shoreline Community College. So I got into the teaching bid, but, you know, I've always had the uh, fun with software. Right. Whether it was designing vector or Photoshop or magazine layouts or billboards. And, you know, I've always done that for so many years. But seeing that Bengals really didn't have anything going on Twitter. Right, right. They didn't really, uh, you know, not, not until the last three years that they started doing something which has, like, you know, it's so amazing. I love it. It's growing more and more. And their creative team is getting bigger Mm-hmm. And it shows. They need to hire you. That <laughs> one day, you know, <laughs> when the time is right, it, it'll happen. Exactly. But you know, when they do it, mm-hmm. I want to have a whole stage of me signing. Yeah. I signing go. day for Dalton, right? Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be, so that would be awesome. Let's go through some of the pictures here you sent me. I, I, this is this is one of my favorite ones. I'll, I like the, the the years of the the eighty five. Yeah. Uh, from from Isaac Curtis to Ocho to Higgins. I mean, how, how do you – what inspires you? How do you come up with, with these different designs and different things like that? Just, you know, seeing how much uh, sports uh, social media has grown over the years and it's uh, the visual aspect of it is amazing. To You know, I see what everyone else can do, and I want to do this for our team. Right. For our fans. And, uh, you know, Jim – Jim Foster, he's yep. huge on history. Yep, he loves the history. He has so much, and there's other people that he brings in that has as much as him, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that rich history, and I'm Clinkett from Alaska and Navajo from New Mexico, so I'm full-blooded Native American. And the biggest thing for me growing up, from my grandparents' standpoint, was history, history, history. Know who you are mm-hmm. and where you come from. Right. When I look at the Bengals' history, the the lineage, the the year after year, you know, passing of the baton of this quarterback to this quarterback to this wide receiver and so on, and this you know, who did baby? Prime example. Mm-hmm. Look at he's got he loves the player that has the only jersey that's retired for the Bengals. Yep. Yep. History, and mm-hmm. I love that. And so what I want to do is I want to be able to create a visual. A dialogue, you know, I love when I post something, you either have fans that just love it and they tell you amazing stories, right? or you have fans that will tell you, I hated that player, <laughs> or I hated this, or it was that fumble, or it was uh, that didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take it, I'm going to absorb it all because you know what, you're telling me something of your experience and whether it seems positive or negative, it's still a part of history. 
Exactly. I mean, because you got, like I said, you got Who Day Baby on here. So you get some of the, the Bengals super fans on, on here. And this has got to be, uh, <laughs> this is this. Captain Obvious looks a little different than this, but I thought this, <laughs> this one was funny. I, I like this one a lot with Captain Obvious hats on. <laughs> that's oh, uh, Punks and Tony, Punks and Tony Phil there. I think that's the Groundhog. And you know, uh, okay, so in my early years of photoshopping in sports, mm-hmm. I always wanted to Photoshop for the NFL memes. Right. But as I tried and attempted, I don't, it's, it's comedy, right? It's, yeah. it's fun entertainment, but right, it's right. also cynical. Yes. It can be really cynical. It, like It, it, uh, can, be, it can be mean talk. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I started realizing, okay, maybe that's what I don't want to do. Right, right. And that's when I started turning more attention to wanting to create more positive impact with not just the sports as an industry, but with our team. Right. Our Bengals, you know. Like this one, you, you got the legend Paul Paul Brown on here. Uh, I, I like this uh, comment. The most pleasant way of my life would have would to have that. Ah, I'll try to read this again. To have a job you love, and I love football. Coaching money is relative, <laughs> relatively important to me once I've taken care of the comforts of my family. That's yes. a great quote, quote right there from the Paul Brown. Exactly. It's powerful. You know, there's, there's a, uh, and you know, I value all the diehard fans who stuck through the thick and thin of the years. Hey, through and the 90s. Some of you, yeah, right there. I was there. Was brutal. Us, right? And a lot yes. of us are still licking our wounds because uh-huh. it's like, ah, someone will say something or, you know, it, it, it's like, oh, memories. But um, I want those fans to embrace all the new fans. Yes. We're in a day and age where uh, Elizabeth Blackburn is just creating this wave of positive mm-hmm. new energy that we need. We need our, uh, our all, the long diehard fans to step up, not, not necessarily step up to the occasion, but to embrace them to the point where they can enrich them in the history. Yeah, I, I call I call uh, them the gr- the grumpy old men Bengal fans. Oh, Mike Brown will never spend any money, and uh, they're never going to win anything. It's like, dude, just just calm down. Just relax. If things are, and that's what I, I I try to do this on my show. And I said this uh, last week when I had the uh, super fans on there that yeah. I, I'm trying to put out the, the positive that this and you're doing the same thing. This this organization isn't as bad as the national narrative has put out there. We're yeah. not the '90s of the of the Bengals. We're we're, we're we're the you know 21st century Bengals. We got Elizabeth yeah. Blackburn. And Katie Blackburn and they're heading heading the show and the 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 fan base that's on Twitter that's positive is getting louder and louder than the yes. negative one and I love that and I'm glad that you and me are a part of that because who wants to hear negative stuff all the time like I mean you know it's like we want people to be Bengal fans we want to embrace you know new fans and and, and yeah. come into our family and enjoy this run that I think we're about to go on. With Jackpot, Joey Burrow, and Jamar Chase, and Mixon, yep. and Chase—it's going to be so much fun. I think, and I, I really do think yeah. that we got a shot at a Super Bowl here in the next three years because they're all signed. It's all—it's yep. all set up for it to happen. Joe Burrow is going to be back game one. I mean, yep. Adam Schefter said it today. So, yes, if, <laughs> if you are a new Bengal fan, welcome. Come join us. Yep. It's going to be a blast. You know, things go wrong sometimes, and but that's the thing—you don't. To me, you don't jump ship, you know, and that's 
that's why that's like here in Cincinnati. I can't believe how many uh, fans that grew up in Cincinnati are freaking Squealers fans. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you a Squealers fan? Oh, cool. I got tired of the Bengals. I got tired of I got tired of losing. It's oh, okay. So you're bandwagon. Okay, that makes sense. So th- those yeah. are the ones that I'm like, yeah. So you jumped on the, the Squealers who, who won, you know, five Super Bowls or whatever. And that's all we ever hear about when you talk about Squealer oh, fans. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, like I said, you're you're a, a Bengal fan for Seattle, but it was came organically. You know, you didn't just yep. decide to, to to jump on it. You, it was your school mascot, and then it kind of rolled from there. And that's yeah. that's the way you become a fa- a fan. It's not because you don't root for yeah. a team because okay, if you're rooting for a team because they win a lot, then you're not a fan. You just want to be part of the part of the joyride. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. When the Bengals win a Super Bowl. I might pass out. I'll definitely start crying, but I'm going to be right here celebrating it. I know you too, Dalton. We're going to be having a blast. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so much fun when yeah. it actually happens. And it's going to happen here. I, I got a feeling it's going to happen. Yeah. No, exactly. And I think I think the best thing is that the only thing I say, what I hear a lot of uh, positive people say is that, yeah, it, there is a business aspect to football. And as a fan, sometimes that's hard to accept. And, right. and that's something I, you know, it took me years to realize there is a business, you know, these people are still human. Right. Uh, Jeremy Hill. Yes. Still human. Even though, yeah, even though yeah, he really yeah. trolled us on, on uh, Twitter know, after he went to Super Bowl. But I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I, look, uh, I, was, I was like, look, I know you fumbled. You, you know, it, you know, you didn't mean to do it. But then you got to go troll us and say, hey, you want a Super Bowl ring. And you didn't freaking play. <laughs> Yeah, on the uh, IR, right? Yeah. Um, I'm like, come on, dude. Give me a break. But You know, uh, what I love about being a, a Bengal fan here in Washington State is that I wear my gear almost every day. Right. And doesn't matter what part of the season it is, someone will always strike a conversation, and it's always a positive conversation. That's good. Uh, like the other day, uh, last week when we went to the grocery store, uh, you know, the cashier, he's talking about the Bengals. Like, yeah, you guys got Burrow. You guys got, you guys are doing do good. And then the manager, I turn around, he's like, Bengals, who they? I'm like, what? <laughs> that's, still, yeah. that's the way it was. Me and my wife went down to uh, Tampa for the Super Bowl. I mean, we didn't get to go to the game. We we're just down there for the festivities. Because my yeah. wife, my wife grew up in, in St. Petersburg, Florida, so she's a Buccaneers fan. So she's ecstatic. She's ecstatic, and she's true and true. She's a Buccaneer fan. She does root for the Bengals yeah. when they're not playing the Bucks. Well, so I, I'm okay with that. You know, that's a, yeah, that's a true fan. But I was wearing my Joe uh, Burrow jersey down there the whole time, and I had got a lot of who days, and I got a lot. Of, oh, Joey Burrow, he's going to be awesome. I'm like I know, yeah. and then I, like the last, like we're about to leave, we're walking in, and I don't know where this guy's from. He's probably from New York. He looked at me, Bengals. Why are you wearing a Bengals jersey? Because I'm from freaking Cincinnati and we're awesome. That's why. I'm just I'm like I, that. That fired me up. I had all this positivity and everything. And they, oh, yeah. why, I'm like, why are you wearing your jersey? I mean, <laughs> like, why? Why are you coming after me? Because I'm wearing a jersey. I just I don't know. People like that are just. He must not have a lot of friends. Is all I have to say. I think he's a very <laughs> right. very lonely person. <laughs> Either case. Oh my goodness. All right, let's get yeah, some more. So- good. Good. It's all good. No, 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 I think uh, the, this is probably the first year that I've totally, the past two years, I would say, I totally embraced myself into all that is Bengals mm-hmm. every month, every day of the year. And uh, it's pretty exciting because there's our, our fandom is amazing. 
the uh, podcasters out there, the new ones that are popping up, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that have been doing it for steadily, diehard for years. And, right. and even the media is starting to change the atmosphere, you know, as far as the culture of being a diehard fan is changing. And um, I think that's, that's positive. That's amazing um, that we have all these fans from all over the world that, you know, are coming together. Exactly. And uh, this is one thing that we, you, you mentioned uh, Bingo Jim earlier, but this is one thing that I, I'm trying to get out there a lot and mm-hmm. uh, is the Jungle to the Hall, uh, June 19th. It's a rally that uh, Bengal Jim has put together that we need as many Bengal fans as we can to get there. Uh, it's not it's not a protest. It's just a rally. We're going to go have fun. And we're trying to yeah. get the Kens, Ken Anderson and Ken Rally into the Hall of Fame. And I've said this a million times on here. It's yeah. an absolute travesty. That neither one of them are in there, especially Ken Riley. I, I, yeah. I, I, I say this because I just put this graphic up here. I mean, yes. he's fifth. He's still mm-hmm. fifth. Look, everybody above him is in the Hall of Fame. They all got the Hall of Fame logo. Three of them below him. Yeah. And these three below him, except for maybe Ronnie Lott, Charles Woods, and Ed Reed, started playing after he retired. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still fifth. <laughs> so um, that's where just it got. We have to get as many people as we can to the jungle to the hall because we got we gotta get ken anderson in there too yeah nfl mvp uh, he took a team to the super bowl he beat dan fouts in the freezer bowl who dan fouts is actually in yeah. the pro football hall of fame so if dan fouts <laughs> is in there why the hell isn't ken anderson in there so i like to try to put that out there i don't know i know seattle's a little far uh, a far trip <laughs> seattle to ohio i don't know if you're planning on on uh, joining us there or, I- or- I would love to, but uh, that's a bit of a trick. Um, <laughs> I have been to the Hall of Fame, though. And okay. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, I, I definitely want to see more uh, black and orange. That's for yeah, sure. We've, we've only got uh, one. That's Anthony Munoz. I know, and we need more. Uh, so I got to go see it. Uh, was it 2011? The Hall of Fame game with the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Bengals. Right. So that was my first Bengals live game. Cool. To see Ocho Cinco, uh, Palmer, and uh, th- that was just a great group of uh, players that I got to see uh, at the um, stadium there in uh, Canton. And um, I've seen uh, when AJ Green and Andy Dalton, rookie year, when they came to Seattle, I got to go to that one. And when you're an opposing team going to the Seahawks stadium, you be loud and you be, <laughs> you stand out. Uh, I love it. Especially walking in all yeah. bright orange, if that's what you're doing. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. so have you ever actually made it to a game here in Cincinnati? Have you got to, to experience no. the jungle yet? No. Ah, that's, oh, that should be on your bucket list. You should, you should come, come enjoy a game with us and, and uh, go, go tailgate with a uh, bagel gym and us and, or, yeah. or bagels bomb, bomb squad. Both of them are great tailgates. And you know, it would be so hard because I would want to just like Photoshop stuff all the time. So be like, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you, yeah. you can do a, you can do a video blo- a vlog of it then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Let's see here. Uh oh, just got a shout out. <laughs> shout out <laughs> awesome, <for> <laughs> so um how excited! I know we've been talking about you know positivity and everything. How excited are you about the season? Because I I put this out there, and this might be a little over optimistic as far as the schedule goes, but I don't care. I'm going to own it. I think we have the best quarterback in 90 percent of our games. So this is what I have our our record at, an 11 and six. Now you could flip flop, 
the Raiders in the Chiefs game. I got us beating the, the Chiefs yeah. and losing to the Raiders. You could flip-flop that. But I think there's a really good chance that this could possibly happen. Put this way, I think we're going to be in a lot yeah. of games and, and leading a lot of games because we got a chance to score, I think, between 25 and 30 points a game. I, I don't know how you feel about it. I think that first Steeler game we're going to win. Mm-hmm. I think because we're I, 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 yeah, I think we're going to win the first Steeler game uh, primarily because you know our team is stacked, our offense is stacked, our, uh-huh. our defense is there. Hell, we got Jesse Bates in third. Yeah. Uh, and the Chiefs game, I, I'm 50-50 on that one. Uh, the last time we played yeah. them was tough. Well, uh, la- but- well, last time, uh, last time we played them, uh, that uh, they were. Uh, uh, big, we are underdogs, and I always remember this game is 03. That's the Peter Ward game, and yeah. they were, I think they were, they were undefeated and they came in and we whooped them. So that was Marvin Lewis's first year. So I always go back to that. That's what people are like. Oh, you think we beat the Chiefs? Like, yeah, I think we can. We did it before. I mean, never that's why you play the games on Sunday. You never know what is yeah. going to happen. Yep, yep. So I okay, I got a question for you. What's I up? see a lot of people picking the Raiders to win. And I think that's winnable for us. I think it's winnable. The only, I'll put it to you this way. The only reason I picked that is because I picked so many others. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, had, I had to pick. We're not going to win all of them. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, because I got us go winning going into the bye. I got Because I think we could beat the Jets. Because I, I think we're split with the, the, the Clowns. I think it's going to be home and home. So I think we can win both those. And then the Squealers, I, I really do think I got to split them. But I think we could. Uh, sweep both of yeah. those, and that's that's a home game for us versus score. So I really think we're going to win that. So could we win four in a row? Sure, mm-hmm. I'll be glad to win four in a row. But you know, that would make me like twelve and twelve and five, and I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we're going to be that. That I'm Mister Optimism, but I got to pick some kind of yeah. loss somewhere. Yeah. And just going out to L or not LA, uh, Vegas. You know, the uh, uh, Bengals yeah. usually don't do all that great out there just because of the the time change and things like that. And that's pretty much the only reason. Then I picked that because I they're not gonna. I hope. Wait, I'll be glad. You guys want to go seventeen and zero? That's fine. I'll be I'll be glad to be wrong. <laughs> That's generally the reason I picked it. And then, like I said, with the the Chiefs one, is the Ravens is gonna be hard to to win. And then you yeah. got Chase is gonna be hard to win. Then get they're at Cleveland, and I don't think we're gonna lose three in a row to end the season. So I had to pick. One of them, so I picked the one in the middle, and it's the home game. So that's that's why I picked that one. It's not, no real rhyme or reason. I just had to pick a, yeah, couple, no. a couple of different wins and losses. So, like I said, I, I believe thoroughly that we could win every single game. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're going to, but we're going to be in every single game. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, yeah. No, that's going to be awesome. And, you know, the Raiders got their new uh, Death Death Star. Yes, <laughs> yes, the, de- the Death Star. So I, don't, I hear – I hear people say how expensive those seats are, nosebleeds. Well, that's yeah. what it is in Seattle. Well, they suppose you got a DJ room or something in there, I've heard. Or I'm like, are they even going to be paying attention to the game? Or are they just going to be right? partying in the stands? I mean, that that I mean, yeah. sounds a little I weird. I, one end zone is a lounge right here. Is that what it is? Like, I don't want to be lounging. I want to be yelling and screaming. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like Captain Obvious was on, on my show. Last week I had him and a couple of uh, super fans on here, and yeah. I hope I hope I remember to do this. And he had a great point. Game one, gates open at eleven o'clock. I think as many Bengal fans that want to go in should go in early and start yeah. cheering 
and showing the Bengals how much we missed them last year and how excited yeah. we are about this year and how much yeah. this means to us that they're back on the field, we're ready to go, and they go back in the locker room. We got them all fired up, and they're ready to run through a wall. So that's that's what I'm hoping <laughs> I'll yeah. do because because I know me, I start having fun tailgating and having fun and going who day who day them. Yeah. Oh crap, the game's about to start. <laughs> And the biggest thing for me is, in, in, again, I'm the uh, glass, glass half full, mm-hmm. is we want to uh, be as positive as we can for the players because yes. they feed off of it. Absolutely, um, they do. I grew up playing the drums in high school and mid- middle school, and I love Playing the drums. My biggest one, one thing, one thing on the bucket list besides the Bengals game in Cincinnati is mm-hmm. to play the drums live in a coliseum. Ooh, that'd be cool. To, to feel that beat, yeah. the guitar, oh, yeah. and the crowd. Yes. You know, just like the, you get that adrenaline rush when you go to uh, a Cincinnati football game, and when you go to a concert, or you know, those the things that just move people. That's what I love. Exactly. I mean, I was listening to a commercial for a, a podcast of a music group. I can't remember what it was, but they yeah. said their favorite part of being live is when they first walk out on stage. Yeah. And they get that pop. And that, that's kind of like the, the Bengals when they first mm-hmm. run out of the tunnel. You know, you can feel yep. it building up in pregame. And then the, the, yeah. the, the fireworks go off. And they're running out of the tunnel. We're all going, let's go. And that, to me, that yeah. that would fire them, them up and, and get them ready to, ready to go. So, I mean, that's where I can't wait to get there. I plan on losing my voice probably by the first quarter. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know what it's like? It's like um, the first, um, like, WWF. Not yeah. WWE, WWF, the right. real world. Real stuff, yeah. yep. You know, are you ready to rumble? <laughs> and this crowd goes crazy. Yep. That's what, that's yep. that, that's the feeling. That's the a power and emotion that is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Degeneration X. I said, are you ready? <laughs> and I'm really digging right. myself. <laughs> Wrestling in the 90s. Oh, my God. So yeah. I, I want to I wanna, uh, let you check this out. I don't know if you uh, – Heard that me and uh, well, actually Jeremy D, my co-host, who's a little under the weather today, has come up with his nickname for or Ty, Telvin, uh, Tyler Shelvin, and uh, we're calling him Big Daddy Bayou. So nice, yeah. So if you you got any mock-ups or anything you want to do with Big Daddy Bayou, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you have that one, and you can uh, you can roll with it. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah, hey, uh, you know, could we had Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson? Back in the day, oh, yeah. um, Tyler Dragon's uh, Baton Rouge flavor in the uh, Bengals. Yeah, well, I've been calling them this. The I started calling them the Cincinnati, uh, or the Bayou Cincinnati, or what I call them, the Bayou Jungle Boys is what I started calling them. Nice, with, nice. All, with all the uh, the LSU guys. I mean, I mean, we've had a lot of LSU guys just over the years. I mean, from Whitworth to Tommy Casanova, yeah. now to to Joe uh, Jackpot Joe Burrow and and Jamar Chase, and so. LSU and, and the Bengals have, have actually worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, no kidding. That's amazing. So, all right, I think I've asked pretty much everything I wanted to ask you. Do you have anything that you'd like to uh, to say to, to the Bengals Nation or Houday Nation before I, I let you jump off here? Hey, um, I just want to thank everybody who who follows me on Twitter. Um, I'm at, you know. I do this for fun and I love it and I, I want to keep that passion and that love to do it. 
and I, I know it's going to be there for many years. You know, granted, even if I uh, get hired for someone else, when you get hired, when, 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 when you get hired by the Bengals, what, 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 yeah, when, the, when, when does that? When you get hired there, <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll still do it because I love that. Uh, I want to keep that that bridge, uh, my visual graphics uh, from fans to the organization. Um, but thank you, everyone who follows me and retweets. And you know what? If you want to download it and share it somewhere else, go for it. I don't need a shout out. I just, I just I know it'll get out there, and I need our Bengals fans to see those graphics, those visuals, to create that uh, those conversations and um, bring up that rich history to everybody around. So yeah, thank you, everybody. Trip Keeper has a, has a question for you though. He said, "Can you play Welcome to the Jungle on the drums?" Yes. Oh, okay. Let me tell you about my drumming days. Yeah. So my grandparents were amazing. They bought me a drum set and they put it upstairs in our two-story house in uh, Alaska. And I grew up in a village of 800 people. I graduated with 13 students, including me. And uh, big school, huh? I, yeah, I had the <laughs> the Walkman, right? We was, and uh, right. one that took eight, eight double A batteries. Yep, yep, I had and, those too. <laughs> uh, lasted, it lasted 30 minutes. Yeah, um, if that. <laughs> so, right, and so I used to just rock out, and my grandparents didn't mind at all. They just said, you know what? If you love it, do it. That's how they put, put you all the way up top too. They put you yeah. all the way up top. So it so wasn't so loud. They're probably down in the basement, right? <laughs> right, they probably were. Uh, or he was uh, watching uh, Bruce Lee or, or Chuck Norris really loud downstairs. <laughs> there you um, go. But they just, they, uh, and I used to play music all the time, you know, uh, Guns N' Roses, Slaughter, Metallica, uh, even Dave Matthews, you know, there's yeah. drummers that are amazing all over in different genres, so. Well, yeah. actually, I, I do have a couple more questions. Um, now, sure. we had we had the big debate, and we had the Civil War between Bengals fans yes. you know, going up to the draft. It was Team Chase or Team Sewell. And I mean, I was Team Chase all the way. I mean, well, once they signed Riley Reef, then I be, definitely became Team Chase. We had we had to go get him. Yeah. Um, and and I got to like, look, if they draft Sewell, it's gonna be fine. If they draft Chase, it's gonna be fine. Which yeah. side of the ball were you on? Were you on Team Chase or Team Sewell? I was Team Sewell. Okay, but you know what? I didn't mind if they uh, were able to go and get Chase. Right. My biggest concern was uh, Atlanta Falcons. If they're that was the get only. Yeah, they could have really went and got him, and I'm I'm actually kind of shocked that they didn't. But you know, the NFL uh, gods made it that we got Chase, and uh, yeah. that is damn awesome. So, well, it's uh, not only him, but this whole this whole draft, I think, yeah. is is very exciting because they were able to to trade down, get Jackson Carmen, they got Tyler yep. Shelvin, and they got Osai, and they got Sample, and they got all these guys in in the draft. And they also got the foot cannon, uh, McPhee from the from the, yeah. the the kicker. I'm very excited with this draft because I think for the first time that Zach Taylor has, I don't know if enough talent, but he at least has a lot of talents. The most talent he's had in the two and a half years he's been the Bengals head coach. And that's, yep. to me, I, I'm kind of a Zach guy. I kind of defend him a lot. That's mm-hmm. been a lot of the problem that I've said is these other teams are more talented than we are. I mean, you can have the greatest coach in the world. Look at, I mean, look at Bill Belichick. He loses yeah. Tom Brady, and they don't go to the playoffs. If you don't have that quarterback and 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 the other talent with it, 
it's hard to win in this league. Winning yeah. a Super Bowl is damn hard. Making yeah. the playoffs is damn hard. So I think this year Zach Taylor finally has enough talent to at oh. least have a winning season. I really do think we got a shot at the wild card. I, I really do. But how, yeah. how's your feeling on, on Zach Taylor and, and, and uh, the draft and all that stuff? I think that, uh, like you said, the draft was a, this is a, a solid draft. I love that we're able to uh, trade it, you know, back to get a couple more players added to that. Um, we could have been the Seahawks. What do they have? Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, right. How do you do that? Right. Um, but one thing I loved about all the chitter chatter about our, our, our scouts scouting is that what do we have two or three uh, scouting people, personnel, uh, maybe two. And, and other the, and teams, go ahead. I was in the scouting department, you mean? or what, what Yes, you yeah, the scouting department. We have maybe two or three. Ah, we have more than that. I, I don't know offhand, to be, to be honest. It was a small number, and I yeah. think there was a lot of concern about that. And um, and there's other teams that have like a, a, like a pack full of room. And the one thing that one thing that always comes up when I think about something like that that can be relatable is uh, do you remember in Tom Cruise with the samurai? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, remember he was uh, learning um, with the wooden uh, samurai sword, right? And uh, the guy said, you know, too many minds. You mind the crowd. You mind the opponent. You mind the wind. You know, too many minds. One mind. Right. So. When I think of the scouting department, is that less minds makes it easier to get the right players, and I think we are getting better and better at drafting every year because they're sticking to a model. Mm-hmm. Just like when you say stick to the run game, right? Don't deviate because the other team catches on, right? Stick to the plan, stick to the play because it's going to work. Exactly, and, and that's that's one thing that I, I I like that they've done the last couple years is they're drafting guys with with high character high motor you know yeah. high accountability uh, these are yep. the guys that i think zach taylor wanted and and that's that's the blueprint that he's he's <clears throat> dra- built the draft him and duke tobin have built the draft on around the last couple yep. of years and nothing against yeah. marvel lewis at all but no, they, they were exactly. a little a little lenient on that <laughs> you know compared, yeah. compared and then and, and, and there's been years when, when marvel's first couple of years here we suffered for that, you know. Guys got in trouble and stuff yeah. like that. They got better, um, but also it, it, it tur- turned into to making stupid plays and bonehead plays on the field. And I think Zach yeah. is trying to have guys who have high character, high motor, high uh, uh, content that, that that'll keep their heads about them when we get in these high pressure situations, and yes. we won't lose, we won't do anything silly, you know, to cost the team. Yeah. Well, that's what I like in the, the the different direction of philosophy. I think. As to way yep. the way Zach is drafted, and, and and the way Marvin is drafted, yeah. And I, I was going to say something. Good, Dalton. No, I, I love you know. I what what would you give to be a fly on the wall in those uh, team meetings before a game, halftime, and afterwards? Right. To to get the full experience of what the culture is, because every team it's culture 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 what is it what is driving the force as one unit is there a divide is there a split no it has to be one unit in the culture yes. everyone needs to be on board i remember what i was going to say now um <clears throat> the thing is that the um 
Oh man, I lost it again. Why? I just, getting old sucks. I had it in my head and then I lost it again. But it's it's about uh, man, what the world was it? That gone it again. <laughs> like I had it and it's just like what? Anyway, <laughs> I'll let That's I'll let you funny. finish. Finish your thought there. Maybe, maybe my thought will come back to my head. Oh no, no. We you know I, we could talk forever. There's so much to talk about. It's crazy, um, but I don't know. There's just it, we just I just can't wait. I, I'm, I dude, think, it's gonna be so much fun. I, I really I really do. I, I, the, the thing is uh, with this team being so young, that's gonna be the the one issue. Of, of them moving forward and propelling it to to success is because there's how many games last year did they miss you know miss winning by yeah. that much you know it was a play here play there uh, could have turned it around and yeah. that comes from learning how to win and the thing is the guys that they're drafting all come from winning programs I mean we got LSU and, and Clemson players on here and then yeah. a couple of them played against each other in the national championship game a couple years ago so mm-hmm. these guys know how to win and they just got to figure out how to do it to translate it to the NFL. And yeah. I, I, that those, that'll come, and that's where my eleven and six. I do believe that can happen, and that's where yeah. I'm kind of like I might be a little over optimistic because one, we gotta stay healthy. Two, if, if they stay healthy, we're we're in really good shape. If we start getting injured yep. like we did last year, it's gonna be harder to obviously to win. But that's when the depth comes in that the Bengals have now that they didn't yeah. have last year. That goes from the offensive line and the mm-hmm. defensive line because I'm excited about the de- defensive line. Seeing Osai and Sample yeah. and Hubbard and Hendrickson and all these guys coming off the edge and try to yeah. get to the quarterback, and if they can get consistent pressure, like I think they can, as long as yeah. Armadillo does a, a good job, <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes the second secondary even better. So it's yeah. it's it's like I said, football is it's one of the most team oriented sports there is. If this works, then th- that makes this work, and if somebody messes yeah. it up, then it you know it kind of like gears. This gear stops working, and then all these stop working. So it's all got to go in a, a yeah. conjunction together. Yeah, I got to uh, – my son is doing uh, flag football. This is his first time doing it. And so I kind of got to help out a little bit with the coaching a little bit. And okay. We, what we're doing on his team is we're definitely rotating out. No one person is just the one quarterback. I want them to have the different positions of feel. Right. Wide receiver, uh, defense, uh, running back, quarterback, uh, center. Uh, mm-hmm. I want them to learn how to snap, pass it off. And um, what what I would kept telling them in the beginning, because I kind of stepped in maybe a game or two after they started, and I said, you know, if you're quarterback, you need to be vocal. You're the one who's going to call it out and get everyone lined up and set. And they're like, what? And does it be like ready, snap? I'm like, no, I need to hear you from the other end of the field. And right. it got them excited because now just to, uh, we've had some practices and we're like three or four games out. And to see the progression of uh, learning what it is to be a quarterback. And right. You're in command. You're the one who's going to set the tone for your team. And more and more, I'm believing more in what Joe Burrow is going to do. Well, Being one thing I said about uh, Jackpot Joe is there's different difference between cockiness yes. and confidence. You exactly. can be cocky and you can't back mm-hmm. it up. You can be mm-hmm. confident and it comes off cocky, but you can yeah. you can back it up. You know what you're what you're doing. And uh, Joe said this in his last year. Somebody asked him the question his last year at LSU. 
How many times did he know they were going to score before he even hiked the ball? He said a lot. Yeah. And I got a feeling yeah. that's going to happen a lot this year that we're going to spread them out. And he's going to know he's got them beat because he's going to learn from last year. Because I remember the, the, the game against Indianapolis, he said, because uh, uh, he threw an interception to, to basically end that game. And we were driving. Yeah. Uh, they, they did some kind of defense he'd never seen before. Well, he watched the the the, the replay of it. He's like, oh, it, I should have done this. Well, he'll remember mm-hmm. that now. And yeah. that, this coming year, I think it's going to going to help. And with him on track to get you know be ready game one, and this is May, and the doctor's saying he's going to be ready game one, he, not that he has to, he's going to back off his rehab or anything, but his rehab is going mm-hmm. so well, he can also work on foot, you know, football and on getting ready for plays and, and stuff next year. That's the stuff he normally does in the offseason. He's going to have enough yeah. time to do that. So I'll get to Preston here. He said, I think we have a great season and a prayer's chance if we get to the AFC Championship from the wild card. Burrow mm-hmm. and company going to make magic happen. I can feel it. Can't wait, bro. I'm, dude, I'm with you. I, I really do think we have a shot. I mean, it, all you can ask for is a shot. And yep. the last couple of years mm-hmm. that Zach's been there, we haven't had a shot. We don't have, didn't have enough talent. We do now. We have enough talent to compete, compete with them. And thought, mm-hmm. how nice would it be is if the Bengals are in the playoffs and the Squealers are in last place and they're at home. And they're all crying with their little terrible towels. We make the playoffs. We got six, six rings. Yeah, and Bengals are in the playoffs. That would be so awesome. I would really, really enjoy that. I, I'll have so much fun. And I hopefully you you make some some really not mean means, but some some funny ones. We'll put it that way. Some funny ones. Yeah. yeah, some funny ones for for the for the for the Squealer fans. <laughs> Classic ones for the ages that will go on, right? <laughs> Exactly. Oh All right, Preston Burrow got confidence. He ain't copy. He's cocky. He's humble. That's what yeah. makes him great. Exactly. And and that that's the other. That's where I say he's he's not cocky. And and because yeah. how many times last year when he's getting hit and hit and hit and hit, he goes, "I should got rid of the ball sooner." That's on me. That's never blame yeah. the offensive line. Never one time did I hear him blame the offensive line or say, mm-hmm. "Well, these guys." Aren't doing their job. They're not supposed to be doing what they're doing. I, I you know, it's, uh, you yeah. know, I did it. I mean, you had guys that were playing for the Bengals that would would uh, guard the uh, offensive line like this. Yeah, that that's Bobby Hart. He's no longer a Bengal anymore. <laughs> yeah. But he would not throw him under the bus. Which I don't think yeah. he should have because it's his teammate. No matter what you think of him, that's your yeah. teammate. You're in you're in the, the 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 trenches together. Yeah, no, you are. I, I totally agree, one hundred percent. Because everyone watches you, just like the Bengals watch all of us as we tweet, retweet, comment, post. Well, that's the thing too. I, I they, they, I've tweeted out and instant message the ones I can to have so many Bengals <laughs> to try to get them to come on the show. I mean, I yeah. got lucky. I got lucky. Dave Lapham came on here, so I, was like, awesome. like Joe Mixon, I've been try, I've been hounding him. Like, come on, dude, come on, man. I'm, I'm hit him up on every time he goes live on Instagram. I'm like, hey, come on my show. I love you. Come on my show. Uh, so I know he knows my name. I put it in strawberry ice. I know he knows that. Yeah. I, he probably not don't know who the hell I am or anything, but I know they like the positivity because yeah. Mixon has retweeted something that Captain Obvious. Uh, Bengals captain obviously put out there. He yes. tweeted it today. 
So you know mm-hmm. they're watching us. You know mm-hmm. they they like what the, the, they like their fans be excited and and, and yeah. with them, not against them. Like Captain Obvious said, there there was always so much negativity on Twitter, so much negativity about the Bengals and the national media and all that stuff. And, yeah, and I got sick of it, dude. I mean, even sometimes here in Cincinnati, the local radio guys were, were negative about the Bengals, and I'm like. Look, I don't want to sit there and listen to that for three hours about how bad. I mean, I know they haven't been great, yeah. but damn it, can, can we have something? You know, you can find something positive yeah. about it, and that's where I think we're we're at right now with with Twitter. We're, we're winning the war the war on the uh, the positivity versus the negativity, and that's hopefully will translate to the season. Getting these players fired up, knowing that we're behind them, and win, yeah. win lose, or draw, we're gonna be behind them and. Jackpot Joey's gonna be back. Hey, what? I'm so excited! Like, <laughs> God, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be so much freaking fun. Yeah. Uh, but Dalton, I appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a, a fun time. Tell everybody again where Thank they can you. follow you and and uh, just uh, anything else you want to uh, want to promote. Go for it. Yeah. I, uh, so Twitter, uh, my handle is Dalton Signature, one word, and on uh, Instagram, Dalton Signature as well, and also. I've switched gears a little bit and I've tried to stay away from keeping what I do as a secret because coming from a background of being a teacher, uh-huh. teaching software, design, art, I want to share. So mm-hmm. I'm practicing with uh, my Twitter or Twitch. Okay. So I'm doing some live streaming Twitch on some of the Photoshop graphics that I do create. Just to share people. I mean, there's a lot of great people out there that do some amazing things. And, uh, you know, I, I'll take the credit, you know, constructive criticism and uh, make it better. And I hope that what I do inspires other people to create content. Exactly. Uh, look at Captain Obvious. I mean, he's messing around with Photoshop, Premiere, and After Effects. And he oh. does all these really cool gifts. Yeah, Bangalorean starting to, to, to design t shirts yeah. and stuff. He's been blown right? those, those those and, and He made a big daddy buy you one, so I was happy about that. <laughs> I don't have to buy yeah. one of And, you know, you got some great designers. Seth Reese, who got to go to the New Jersey Stripes uh, mm-hmm. release, and mm-hmm. he does amazing stuff. Uh, Hugh edits. He does some great stuff, too. And there's a lot of other – I mean, we can spend all day listing all these amazing right. people. Right, exactly. Uh, but that's what I love about this community. The, the, the fandom and the fans are amazing. And, exactly. You know, people like you who do amazing stuff to bring us some – Great content, great debates, great co- topics to talk about. So, well, I appreciate it. I try. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, it's it's sometimes it's it's rough every day at five thirty to try to find something cool to talk about. But but I do my best. I, guys, keep coming on the show and, and, and talking, talking bangles, talking what you got going on. And other than yeah. that, you have a great day. And we'll have to do this again Thank sometime. You. And if you come to Cincinnati for a game. Look me up. We'll, we'll go have a beer and go watch the Bengals kick some oh, ass. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Hootay. Thanks, all right, man. Dalton. Hootay. Thank you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to try to get some of the questions or statements more in the chat here for about the last 10 minutes. If you guys are wondering, Jeremy's a little under the weather. He um he got the COVID shot. Not the COVID. He got the COVID shot. So he hasn't been feeling that great the last couple of days. Hopefully, he'll feel better and he'll be on tomorrow but that's where jeremy has been at robert foxy would be better if we knock the squealers out of the playoffs and they can go home and cry a little harder than their yellow towels as long as they're not in the playoffs i'll be happy but yes knocking them out would be very very cool 
All right, Preston. Even blowing it up today, man. Welcome to the show. I don't know if you're new or not, but I don't recognize your name, but I'm getting get new people on, on here all the time. So if you're watching, welcome, and I appreciate you, man. Uh, if Mixon gets going, it's a wrap. RT step up. Just, just all, it's over. <laughs> yeah, if Mixon gets going, yes. I, I think it's – I really do think this is what's going to happen. I think that there are going to be more run heavy at the beginning of the year to get Jackpot Joey back into a rhythm and, and playing. Because no matter what they say, yes, yeah, so he's he's ready to go. Game one. And he's still not going to play in the, in the preseason, if you, well, in my opinion. Um, but I think they're going to start leaning heavily on Mixon, I think, at least for the first game or so. Not that they're not going to throw it. They're going to throw it. But I think it's going to be a more run-oriented thing at first to get Burrow going, to make sure he has less hits, make sure the offense line is going cohesively. But once we get going, just like Matt Minnick said yesterday, when you spread them out, if we can spread out, like, seriously, we have a chance to spread these guys out five wide, including our running backs. They're going to have a hard time covering us. Now, the thing is, I'm, I'm excited to see. I only say concerned. I want to see what Lou Armadillo has with this defense because these are these are his guys. I, I don't think there's anybody left from from Marvin in the defense that, that I could think of offhand. So these are all his guys, and like like Matt yesterday, a lot of the guys that complained about Zach were Marvin guys. They're no longer here. You haven't heard anybody from Zach's guys complain about Zach. Or Lou. So I think this is going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see what Lou can do because he's got multiple, multiple edge rushers that he can put in there. He's got guys in the middle. He's got run stuffers. Oh, will they all stay healthy? He's got a revamped secondary again. We got one of the best blitzing corners in, in, in football. There's a lot of stuff there that Lou can work with. I'm really interested to see what he does with it. I'm hoping he's more aggressive than he has shown the last two years. Now, that also could be because he didn't think he had the talent to be aggressive as he'd like. I don't know. I'm just kind of talking out loud. That's what I want to see. I want to get me. I want to get after the quarterback. I want to put pressure on the quarterback and stuff the run. You can get pressure on the quarterback. It makes such a big difference, and I really hope that's what they do. All right. Brian Houday, what's up, brother? All right. Uh, all right. I think we're. I'm going to roll on out of here, and I appreciate all of the groups, the Facebook groups that let me live stream. You guys are awesome. I invite all of you guys to join these Facebook sports groups if you are a Cincinnati sports fan. They're Hootie Nation, which is, I think, 15,000 people now, 1,500, 15,000, something like that. It's a huge group. Check that out. Cincinnati Reds, rounding third, heading for home. A great Cincinnati Reds group. Bearcat Country, my favorite Bearcat group. Check them out. We got some more uh, transfers. We Wes Miller could actually have a, a halfway decent team, Bearcat fans. I'm, I'm getting kind of excited about this, so definitely – uh, try to join Bearcat Country. For all the Ohio State fans out there, check out Ohio State Bucknuts. You got the Ice Bar, which is my show page. 
it's a virtual bar. We sit there, we talk crap, have fun, you know, talk sports virtually. So check it out. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, and I have 1,065 likes. I have 1,165 followers. I'm on Twitter. It's also under Sports with Strawberry Ice. The handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. That is T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. I have 572 followers. It's starting to get up there. I'm on Instagram. I'm at 92. I'm getting close to 100 on there. It's under Sports Strawberry Ice. And then TikTok, Sports Strawberry Ice handles Iceman90. I have 222 followers on that. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. You guys can check it out. Can't sit there and watch the show for an hour. I totally understand. Listen to it. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you like, rate, and review. Give me a five-star review and download it and tell your friends about it. And the YouTubers, like I said, you guys are killing it. We're doing awesome. We're at 1,115 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And other than that, tomorrow, it's kind of up in the air who's going to be on the show because I don't even know. So you might want to tune in to find out. It could be a very, very interesting show. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!